and good afternoon and happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, we decided to do an Easter show. No, the fuck we didn't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. Like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Got any, got any Easter plans? Uh, Not a goddamn one. Man, I figured you'd be like down at the local church taxing little kids for candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want to come through here? It's going to cost you one Reese's. You got a Butterfinger? Give me that Butterfinger. That's the kind of shithead me and my friends are. Like, we were taxing kids one year. Wow. We weren't at a church, though. Like, it was when my my friend Kenny, when his, his youngest sister was, oh, God, she was probably like six or seven. We were at his house, and they were doing an Easter egg hunt for all the little kids, and, like, they were looking for eggs, and me and Bud stopped, and we were like, hey, you're coming through here. It's going to cost you one Reese's. <laughs> so they like dig in their bags and give us a Reese's. And we're like, all right, you can go. Wow. <laughs> Kenny's mom comes on the backboard. She's like, are you taking candy from kids? No. We're taxing them. We're teaching them about life. But if you were really teaching them about life and taxing them, you'd be taking like 30% of what was in their bag. Well. The event had just started, so <laughs> wasn't much. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, like, I don't know. Because I have literally spent every day on the calendar in a combat zone, like, holidays just don't mean much to me anymore. Put your goddamn phone down. I do what I want. <sighs> yeah, holidays just don't mean shit to me anymore. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with the combat zone for me. I just don't give a shit about holidays. Like, although I will say Christmas time in Iraq was funny as fuck because we had fucking Humvees rolling around the fucking village that we were stationed in just blaring fucking Christmas music 24-7. That would have annoyed the absolute piss out of me. It was more about annoying the insurgents. Like... I like this is why uh, that's another good reason for me not to have joined the military and an even better reason for me not to have been a fire support specialist because I'd be like, I swear to God, that Humvee comes through here one more time. I'll call him for fire. (laughs) 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 And I know a fucking mortarman. (laughs) Like I'll make this happen. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It, I just didn't didn't, like it's Christmas. Okay. And (laughs) it's Easter. So, it's Veterans Day. That's my day. Don't fuck it up. You know, I, I would like to talk about the OPSEC of driving around in Humvees with Christmas music playing. <laughs> like, you're in an active combat zone. You're kind of supposed to be quiet. And there's like, jingle bells, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Dare you to shoot. <laughs> I mean, you can shoot. <laughs> We're going to return fire. <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to fucking parody that song by Switchfoot, Dare You to Move, and change it to Dare You to Shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Oh, Jesus. I'll, I'll, I'll be learning that shortly. Oh, God. So, a lot has happened recently. <laughs> yeah, a couple things. A few things. You know, we talked last week about, uh, you know, what happened in Nashville, the unfortunate events that occurred there. Um, 
But I'm sure a lot of people are unaware that just a few days ago, there was uh, someone else of the transsexual persuasion in the state of Colorado. Yes. Who was going to do the exact same fucking shit. But got caught. Yeah. Beforehand. Yeah. Now, 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 how did they get caught, though, is the question. Well, let's find out. No, I don't want you to send me notifications. Are you sure? I am very sure. This is... I just found... I've never heard of this website. I don't know anything about them, but... They are reporting on the news, and I kind of liked the headline, so... (laughs) Police arrest male identifying as female plotting school and church shootings. Police in Colorado possibly stopped multiple potential massacres allegedly being planned by William Whitworth. Whitworth, a biological male transitioning to a transgender woman, was hit with multiple charges Thursday and is accused of allegedly planning to shoot up multiple Colorado Springs schools, according to Fox 21. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but shouldn't that have like a third on it? Like if, you're, if your last name is like Whitworth, shouldn't you be a third or something? Like William Whitworth the third. I mean, well, I mean, maybe. I just, it just seems like that's a very proper name and there should be titles that go with that. Maybe a junior, who knows? Possibly. The second. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Whitworth was also possibly planning to target churches, according to an affidavit. The suspect, who goes by the name Lily... Man, I called that. (laughs) ...was charged with the following. Criminal attempt to commit murder in the first degree. Two counts. Uh Uh-huh. Criminal mischief. Menacing. Interference with staff, faculty, or students of educational institutions. I didn't even know that was a fucking charge. Yeah, I I would assume that's... I assume that's a charge based on the fact that, like, if you, like, called in a bomb threat or something. Yeah, maybe. Like, if there was no... Like, you've broken a law by calling in the bomb threat, but they needed probably something else to charge you with. I mean, calling in the bomb threat, that's a terroristic threat. Well, yeah, but, you know, that one might not... Police arrived on site last Friday after a 911 call claimed a person's sister was threatening to shoot up a school and had anger issues, according to the arrest report obtained by Fox 21. Okay. Guess they never heard snitches get stitches. Whitworth allegedly admitted to the police he had been planning to attack a school for a month or two and was nearing completion of his plan. William Whitworth allegedly told police he didn't have a reason for his alleged plan, according to the report. So, what are you going to do? I'm going to shoot up school. Why? I don't know. Same like thing do. Well, my my question is, was this actually someone that was going to do something, or was this like a cry for help so they didn't do something? Whitworth also allegedly had a manifesto that included information on guns and 3D printed guns, according to the same report. I would love to know what their information on guns were. Right. Because it probably wasn't accurate. Police also recovered the Communist Manifesto and a notebook with suicidal thoughts. William Whitworth's preliminary hearing is scheduled for May the 5th. 
I meant to show you this the other day. I got to find it again. Why they got to do it on May the 5th? That's Cinco de Mayo, man. It's better than May 4th. Do it on May the 6th. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. When the green-haired kid with socialist rifle association patches on his jacket asks you which ammo brand is best. <laughs> For his 556. Five, <laughs> Gun go boom. <laughs> once. <laughs> and only once. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> William Whitworth's arrest comes shortly after the Nashville massacre. He was hit with charges exactly 10 days after transgender mass killer Audrey Hale killed six people in Nashville. Hale entered the Covenant School last Monday and shot and killed three innocent children and three adults. Her rampage came to an end when police came in firing. I want to clarify that. They, they they didn't just come into the building guns a-blazing. No, but they were yanking the piss out of them chairs. Like, they, 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 they moved through the hallways not really so much quiet. They were definitely shouting orders at one another. Uh, yeah, I heard several times, LPVO, get the LPVO on it. And I was like, but fucking why? Yeah. You're, you're in a, a finite area. Yeah. I'm going to dial that down to one? Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. And uh, actually, no, he didn't even do that. He fucking rocketed that bitch over and got on the red dot. Yeah. Uh, now, once they found her, rounds, rounds were sent downrange. Yeah. Um, and, oh, you know, I, I, I've got to say this now. Um, I, not to make light of the incident, but, you know, I, I watch a lot of things about, you know, like, proper shooting techniques and like prepping your trigger and getting that perfect trigger pull and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's all bullshit. You know, (laughs) every single bit of it's fucking bullshit. Yes. And no, if you are a competition shooter or you're a fucking sniper, yes, that shit fucking matters. But, but when, if you're on a two way range (laughs) and shit's coming back at you, Yank it, bro. You probably gonna hit him. Yeah, like just, just <laughs> volume of fire is the key. Accuracy by volume. Accuracy by volume. Yes. Yeah, we we call that violence of action. <laughs> and I that's another thing. Like my uncle just went through active shooter training because he's a teacher, right? And I was like asking, I was like, what what did the you know how they do the active shooter training? They have, like, somebody come through with, like, a Nerf gun and pelt the shit out of you with the Nerf balls. <laughs> That's their active shooter training. Wow. But I was like, what were they teaching you? And they were like, basically, he was like, they used to teach everybody hide and blah, 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 blah. He's like, now they teach, you know, barricade the doors and then get the fuck out of there. And I was like, okay, slowing down the shooter. I could see that. I was like, did they not teach you anything about, you know, being fucking violent? Because you as a teacher, you can't carry a gun at school. Right. But you can grab... Not around here. There are some places that are actually allowing it now. But you can grab your fucking scissors and stand on the other side of that door. And when you see a barrel come through it that doesn't say sheriff on it, start stabbing them in the fucking throat. Yeah. That's called violence of action. Yeah. Um, Weapons of opportunity is a thing. You know, here's... (laughs) 
Okay, first and foremost, so I get I get the idea behind the Nerf gun. Obviously, got to have some means of non-lethal. Yeah, they're, they're, it, it was really for, te- you know, like, hey, you know, if this were an actual, you would have been hit. Yeah. But they also, because I bet they didn't do this, you know, they did this at Covenant, but I bet they didn't do this at Section, where they put up a fucking bullet trap and fired off live rounds inside the building. No, they did not. So that way they know what the fuck it sounds like. No, they didn't. And honestly, this is Alabama. You don't have to do that. (laughs) Like, I can be in Walmart and walk out the door and hear a sound and go, that was a gunshot. I can differentiate between a gunshot and a car backfiring. Yeah, but here's the thing. A gun outside sounds a lot different than a gun inside. Yeah, it's not as fucking loud. Nowhere near as loud. I don't know. Your ears would beg to differ after the other day. I was under an awning. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. That whole situation. Red dot's cool, but fuck that. That sucked. Yeah. Shooting a gun indoors, the the report of the firearm sounds totally different than what it does when you're shooting outside. Yeah. Um... But, the, yeah, they're not going to do that at schools around here. They they should, but they won't. And, and like I said, most people know what guns sound like around here. It's, yeah. it's not like in, like, New York where they, well, I can't even say New York. They know what guns sound like in New York <laughs> really well. It's not like Chicago. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not like Detroit. Wait, fuck. It's not like Los Angeles. Well, shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> most people know what guns sound like. The issue with that, the issue with... That is, you're in a place where guns shouldn't be there. So you hear something and you go, did I hear what I think I heard? And that's the problem is people go towards that sound because they're like, I didn't just hear a gun. Surely that was. Let me go check that out. And then you get shot. That's the issue there. So, but. The fuck was that? Not a gunshot. No. (laughs) That's why I said, what the fuck was that? Uh, sometimes when the wind blows, it fucks with the roof. Oh, okay. It makes it pop. But, you know, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> we can we can say that a trend is occurring. Well, two data points does not make a trend. I disagree. Not so much the two data points. It's the two data points and how quickly they have happened together well for all we know like if it hadn't been for the person that did this in nashville this person could have been the first one could have been that just the person in nashville acted first so maybe if that person had acted first and the one in nashville wouldn't have happened because they would have been caught but so that could have flip-flopped that i did see I can't remember where I saw it at, but I did see a report where there have been not just these two, but recently there have been a number of individuals, both active shooters and individuals who were caught prior to carrying out their plans, who identify as trans individuals. Who identify, well, I won't say identify as trans, identify as part of the LGBTQ community. Well, the the issue here, 
the main issue is, what do they say? Words are violence. If you say something to us, that is akin to violence. You are mm-hmm. being violent towards us. And if, if I'm being violent towards you, then you can be violent towards me. Right. So if words are violence, then basically everybody's a target. Anybody that says anything is a target. Because you have committed violence against these people. Really, you haven't, but they think you have. Yeah. You know, here's here's the thing about it. And I get, I get so pissed off about this shit. People are going to fucking hate me, and I really don't fucking care. Here's the thing. Just because you're lesbian, bisexual, gay, trans whatever other part of the fucking alphabet soup you identify with. CIA? They're pretty gay. No, 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 no. I said alphabet soup, not alphabet agencies. I wanted to make a shirt that says defund alphabet soup. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying. Different alphabet. Uh, No, same alphabet. (laughs) We don't have two different alphabets in this country. We should. Why? That would just be confusing. Exactly. Everything's already confusing. <laughs> Everything's paid up and the points don't matter. Exactly. No. Just because you identify as one of those alphabet people does not entitle you. 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 <laughs> does not entitle you. Who's. Yeah. Yous. Does not entitle you to special fucking privilege. It does not grant you or guarantee you more rights than it does me, a straight white male. My 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 favorite. I I can I can touch on this topic. My favorite thing. I I just watched this. It was a it was a short on YouTube. It was Chris Rock. Okay, and he was talking to his kids. Right, and he was like, "Listen up, you're about to go to school. Do you know what that means? Inside this house, you're special. We love you. Some of us." <laughs> <laughs> Even some people in this house don't like you. But out there, you best believe nobody fucking likes you. They don't give a shit about you. No. And that's the truth. Outside of your friends and your family, no one gives a shit about you. Yeah. You're not fucking special. Yeah, fuck you. You're not special either. I know that. (laughs) And I don't go around pretending to be fucking special. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I said... Just like I said, just because you identify as one of the alphabet people does not entitle you to special privileges. It does not entitle you to more rights. You're not fucking special. I hate more than any fucking thing. And stand by. Segway is about to occur. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I hate more than any fucking thing when, like, I'm sitting there watching TV. Yeah. And... I see a commercial come on. I've been seeing this commercial a lot here lately, advertising something for uh, something about HIV. Okay. It's, I can't remember what the name of the medication is, but, you know, something about, you know, that's when your numbers are so low that you cannot, HIV cannot be transmitted sexually. Yeah, I don't know what the medicine is, but AstraZeneca may be able to help. (laughs) (laughs) I I know the commercial, though. Um but that is actually an incredible medication, by the way. <laughs> I'm not saying anything against the medication, but if you watch it, you know, they show multiple people 
throughout. Uh huh. Majority of them are gay. Gay men, actually. Yeah. Um. And that makes sense to an extent. Well, yeah. But I see other advertisements for other things like fucking, I don't know, goddamn dinner napkins. Okay. Or brawny paper towels. Okay. And it's a guy spills a mess on the counter. Uh Uh-huh. And then his boyfriend comes in with the brawny to help clean it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be two gay men? Well, that doesn't fucking bother me so much. I don't really give a shit about that. Simply because gay people exist. Trans people exist. Right. Lesbians exist. They do. And, and I'm not, but and I'm not saying oh fucking exclude them all. No. I'm saying Ever since, if you go back in the last, I don't know, five years, Mm -hmm. more and more advertisements for products are feeling like they have to. Not that they should, but that they have to show a gay couple or show an interracial couple. Well, I mean, they do have to. I mean, but but they don't. But but they do because that exists. It does exist, to, to not, but they don't not, have to. To not show that would be the the same as saying it doesn't exist. No, it's not. That's called representation. I don't have an issue with people in different demographics being represented. That's I don't have an issue with that at all. Everyone should be represented. The issue I have is when you make everything a representation of that one thing. Because that's not how society works. There are this many white people. There are this many black people. There are this many gay people. It should be proportionate to the representation of the population. You know, It makes more sense that way. It's... And, we, and we've talked about this on the show before. You know... Equal opportunity employment. Yes. There's nothing fucking equal about it. Supposed to be. Supposed to be, yes. But there's not. Equal opportunity employment is not equal opportunity employment. Equal opportunity employment is diversity employment. Actually, did you have you seen where the, the leftists have flip-flopped on that now? Because, see, it used to be um, that, that... What did we always say? We wanted... A quality of, what is it, a quality of choices, but not a quality of outcome. Okay. No, yeah. A quality of outcome would be like equity. Mm-hmm. But now, they're, so they went to, no, no, no. You can't have the equality of choices. No, you have to have a quality of outcome. Yeah. Just because you have the same choices doesn't mean you're going to get the same outcome. No, the outcome has to be the same. And they call that equity. And for years, they were on about the equity thing. No, we need a quality of outcome, a quality of outcome. And now 
they flipped Bernie Sanders and Jank Uger of the Young Turks. Was like, no, 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 no. It's never been about a quality of outcome. You can't, you, you, you can't solve for that. It has to be a quality of opportunity, not a quality of outcome. And it's like, motherfucker, like a year ago, you wanted a quality of outcome. Yeah. You know, I've given this example multiple times on the show when I was working for a uh, certain company that, um, Lends money based off of your vehicle title. Yeah. Where you can get your title back. Uh-huh. I was working as a store manager in a store almost two hours away. They had a store manager position come up in the store in the town I was living in. It literally would have changed my commute from almost two hours to like five fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. So I applied for the job. Uh-huh. I was already in the company. Yes. I was already doing the job I was applying for. Uh-huh. Didn't get it. Literally because, and I was told this, they already had a white male as the GM at that store, and they needed either a female or a person of color. A female person of color would have been even better. They needed a female or a person of color to fill that role. So essentially, I was denied an employment opportunity that would have benefited me and in turn benefited the company simply due to the fact that I was a white male. You didn't play the game, Rod. You fucked yourself on that one. When they said, we're not going to give you this job because you're not a woman or a person of color, you should have been like, did you ask me my pronouns? I identify as a woman. Uh, this was back before no, no, the no. whole. <laughs> no, you should have done it. You should have done You should have like, I am a woman. This, this was back before the whole uh, men identifying as women, women identifying as Apache helicopters and all that shit. No, you you should have tried. Man, I'm telling you, if you would have just said those words... They'd have been like, well, fuck. <laughs> Looks like you're hired. <laughs> yeah, like... Like, if you're going to make these rules, don't be mad when people use them against you. Like, the uh, the fitness the fitness coach in Canada, they were doing a... Uh, they were they were doing a uh, power a powerlifting meet. Mm-hmm. It was a female powerlifting meet. Right. A trans... Uh, Female had entered that. So yeah. Biological male, trans female. Uh, yep. Entered that and had a record for bench press. Right. So this big, burly, bearded dude was like, I'm a chick. <laughs> Walked in, <laughs> fucking smashed that fucking record and was like, that's my record now. Yep. And then the trans athlete went back and did more. And then the dude went back and did even more and was like, mine again. Yep. So, you're the one setting these rules up. Don't get mad when other people start using them. Exactly. And, you know, going back to what I was saying about, you know, you're, you're not fucking special. You're still a human fucking being. You're entitled to the exact same fucking rights and civil liberties and fucking privileges that I'm entitled to, that you, Matt, are entitled to, that you listening to the show are entitled to. That means you have the right to get shit on daily. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's about fucking it. Because I don't know where this white privilege thing's supposed to kick in, but 
I want a refund. Uh, right? <laughs> I have not gotten mine yet. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Is hold on. A, is there a number on the card? Let me let me find out. Uh, shit, do I have the card with me? I hope you do, because I need to know if there's a number on the card. Why don't I have the fucking card with me? Oh, you're in trouble. You better not get pulled over. Oh, that card. I'm fucked without the... I don't, I don't have my white privilege card on me. Fuck. But you need to find out if there's a 1-800 number to call and let them know that you have not actually received your white privilege. And, I mean, you got the card in the mail, but none of the privileges that come with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not getting any of my bonus points with it. This yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, I need that frequent flyer white card. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for some years. I need double the miles. Yeah, I need I need double white privilege points. Because <laughs> uh, that shit ain't kicked in yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, you know, you, hmm. It's it's the whole uh, you know going back to the advertising thing you know the what's what's the phrase go woke go broke get woke go broke but close I think it's either or eh, it just doesn't sound right yeah it does no 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 yeah it does one one does not go woke <laughs> yeah. they they get woke you can definitely go woke let's get woke go broke. Pretty sure I've heard it be said, go woke, go broke. And that person was wrong. So there you go. How do you know you're not wrong? Because I invented it. No, the fuck you did. That's more of your fucking white privilege bullshit. Is that where it's at? <laughs> Holy shit. Did you see that Beavis and Butthead thing? Nuh-uh. Oh, my God. They're doing like a new season of Beavis and Butthead, and it was like Beavis and Butthead were out of college. Okay. And they were standing in this classroom, and, and they were like, they were like, Butthead was like, I don't. What what is white privilege? I don't. What is that? And they started explaining it to him, and they were like, "Baby was like, oh, holy crap! I didn't even know I had that." <laughs> so they like walk out, and they just like start cutting in front of people and just like grabbing stuff. And they're like at, at the cafeteria, and they're like, yeah, "Give me that!" Yeah, white privilege. <laughs> like yeah, we just found out about it ourselves. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> and just start fucking stealing shit because they're white. <laughs> Oh, it was fucking great. I'm going to have to check that out just simply because... Okay. Beavis and Butthead and South Park. Yeah. They were they were running concurrently at a time. Mm, I don't think so. I think there was... Maybe. Because I know the, the original Beavis and Butthead came out when I was like six. Yeah. Like the OG seasons of Beavis and Butthead when it was just them sitting on a couch, watching music videos, talking. Yeah. Was like, I was like six when that came out. Yeah. It, well, I mean, hell, the movie came out in what, like 99? And that would have been the only time that they would have ran concurrently because South no, Park because started in like 97. 96, I think. I think. But, which know. actually, they actually started South Park like way the fuck earlier than that. It just, it was, it was like, it was like a college project that they did. Yeah. But be that as it may, they, we we can say they did run concurrently for a short time, and they exist in the same space. Yes, well, not that they exist in the same space. No, not the same universe, but they have <laughs> like they exist in the same space as far as like the way they do, uh, the way they build their show, like around the, current topics. Yeah, but they South Park especially. Oh my God, South Park was known for. <laughs> Sparta kicking the envelope. Yes, they didn't push it. They Sparta kicked it. Yes, 
Like, they did not give a shit about who they offended. Until they had to. Yes. <laughs> now they do. Yes. South Park has become very, uh, what's the word? I'm, can we say gentrified? Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. I just, like, the shots that normally they would take, they're kind of pulling punches. Oh. Like, like when they came out with PC Principle. Like, yeah, they were making fun of the idea of the whole PC thing, but, man, they were pulling punches. Oh, big time. Like, good God. I was like, man, they normally, OG South Park would have ripped that shit to shreds. Oh, fuck yeah. But it sounds like Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Mike Judge ain't changing shit about fuck. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. No? Um, you know, go woke, go broke. Disney. Yeah, they, they tend to do that. Gina Carano. Yeah, they tried to get rid of her. and I mean, they did get rid of her, and then Daily Wire was like, yeah, about that. <laughs> oh, you don't want her? We'll take her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, and they did. They certainly did. I've not watched that movie yet because, you know, Daily Wire just wants to put all their movies on their website and make you pay for them, and I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, fucking get distribution and get on a streaming service. I don't know what to fucking tell you. You know, The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. I know you still haven't watched it. You probably never will. It's, I mean, I'll say it. It's a good show. Eh. Well, it started out as a really good show. I mean, fucking phenomenal. Up until the point that they digitally de-aged Mark Hamill. Yeah. Up until that, it was a really good fucking show. Well, I mean, they kind of had to, based on the timeline of when The Mandalorian takes place. and Or, you know, do what they always used to do and find a younger person who looks like that person. The problem with that is, is we know what young Mark Hamill looked like in the Star Wars universe because we've seen it. <laughs> but here's the thing about it. The Mandalorian exists between Return of the Jedi and... The Force Awakens. Yes. That's that's the timeline. So, yes, we knew what Mark Hamill looked like at the end of Return of the Jedi. And we knew what he looked like at the beginning of The Force Awakens. But we don't know what he looked like in between. Definitely still Mark Hamill. <laughs> I'm just saying. they He definitely uh, still... Now, did they go too far and make him too young? I've seen the clips. Yeah, they made him too young. They oh, made, by far. They made him look like Return of the Jedi. Oh, he looked younger than Return of the Jedi. What they should have done and said, okay, this is what he looks like in Return of the Jedi. This is what he looks like in The Force Awakens. Split the difference. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's a really good show. Pedro Pascal has done a phenomenal job playing the Mandalorian. Yes. And... Everyone else he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I actually saw this meme the other day that is, you know, sp pretty fucking spot on as far as it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a picture of Pedro Pascal. He's been being interviewed on a red carpet and uh, the woman interviewing him on the meme, it says, you know, you're the daddy of the internet, right? Well, I'll say this. If you need to get a special child from point A to point B, you call Pedro Pascal because <laughs> he's going to make it happen. 
And then it reads, uh, it goes on further. There's a quote on here that says, I call Pedro Pascal a dilf and think he's my cool, slutty father. Uh, <laughs> to which Pedro Pascal looks up and is responding, yep, I am your cool, slutty daddy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's weird. He has. He has completely taken everything the fuck over. And, you know, the funny thing is, the first thing that I saw Pedro Pascal in mm-hmm. was Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even realize, like, when I saw him in The Mandalorian and it's the episode where he finally takes his helmet off and we see his face, I didn't even realize that it was the same person. Wait, who did he play in Kingsman? Uh, Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah, he totally fucking did. Yep. I remember now. Yep. Okay, yeah. Agent Jack Daniels. Yeah. I I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the Statesman. Yeah. I wish we could get a Statesman origin movie. I honestly see one coming. Like, that would be dope. Because we already got a Kingsman origin. Yeah, now we need a Statesman. They, I mean, they've already laid the groundwork for the Statesman origin. Which is funny because, like, at the same time... In the new the Kingsman origin movie, they were showing statesmen as if the organization existed before, before yeah. the Kingsman. Yeah. So, like, I really want a statesman origin now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he was in Kingsman and then the Mandalorian, and then he plays Joel in The Last of Us. He specializes in getting special kids from point A to point B. It don't matter if you can't be infected or if you're a fucking Jedi. He's getting you where you got to go. Exactly. And, but like I said, it's been a really good show up until this newest season. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. It's, it's getting extreme with the wokeness. Yay. And not only that, they're kind of switching, you know, perspectives on this now. You know, it's kind of becoming more about Katie Sackhoff and her character mm-hmm. as opposed to Din Djarin, uh-huh. Pedro Pascal's character, the Mandalorian. Like, it's, and oddly enough, you know, one of the, biggest things that I actually like about the show is they have a lot of fucking guest stars that are not affiliated with Star Wars in any way. You know, Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte. Yeah. In this most recent episode, you had Jack Black and Lizzo. Well, that's random as fuck. Right? <laughs> like, that's just hella random you know there are okay so there are a few things in hollywood that as an actor everyone strives to be a part of whether it be star wars Mm -hmm. I, i say there's three main ones used to be four but there was star wars uh huh star trek uh huh james bond uh huh the fourth was the walking dead yeah, oh, yeah, kind of. The Walking Dead has a cult following, mm-hmm. 
but it's never going to have the following that the Trekkies or the Star Wars nerds like. Or James Bond. Or James Bond. It's never going to have that kind of following. No, it won't. But while it was actively on air running new episodes and new seasons, people in Hollywood were wanting to be a part of it. They wanted that on their fucking resume. Yeah. I was zombie four in The Walking Dead. Yeah. And (laughs) since Disney did what they did with Gina Carano over her comments that she made regarding covid uh-huh they they lost a lot of fucking stock over that yeah the show since they got rid of her has been on a steady decline that they're trying to recover from and it's not going their way anheuser-busch you once again, go woke, go broke. Not one to be outdone there, Anheuser. <laughs> you know, that one has been making the rounds a lot here lately. Uh, you know, they brought on Dylan Mulvaney uh-huh. to be their uh, their spokesperson. For those of you who don't know, Dylan Mulvaney is a trans individual. Yes and no. I don't know if I believe that Dylan Mulvaney is actually trans. Is being touted through the media as trans. Well, yeah, their persona is trans. Yeah. Uh, behind closed doors, I'm not so sure. Yeah. And <laughs> ever since, you know, who, all right, Anheuser-Busch, what is the, they put out a lot of products, uh-huh. a shit ton of fucking products. Uh-huh. But what's the very first thing you think of when you hear Anheuser-Busch? Budweiser. Yeah. Budweiser and Bud Light. Bud Ice. Bud Platinum. Bud Platinum, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Black Crown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm still more of a Killian's fan, so. Yingling. Yingling. Oh, God, Yingling. Yeah, Yingling. (laughs) You people west of the Mississippi don't know nothing about that. Uh, They're about to, though. I think they're fixing to open up distribution. It'd be nice if they would. Wow. It doesn't affect you. You live here. Yeah, but when I go to Minnesota, it affects me. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just drink Killian's. I don't know what to tell you. Eh. Or Corona. Eh. I like Corona, too. Eh. Can't even drink Stella <laughs> Trois anymore. <laughs> that's, that's probably been one of my most favorite memes out of this whole Anheuser-Busch thing so far. Is a bottle of Corona and a bottle of Bud Light sitting right next to one another, and Corona looks over at the Bud Light and goes, "Hey, <laughs> thanks for taking the heat off of me." Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> what was that one I sent you? Like, brings a whole new meaning to pounding a tall boy. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's so many memes in the wake of Anheuser Busch bringing on Dylan Mulvaney as their spokesperson. Um, Kid Rock has vowed to not sell any Anheuser-Busch product at any of his shows. Now, is this present-day Kid Rock or 2003 Kid Rock hanging out with a... This is present-day Kid Rock. Okay, because 2003 Kid Rock was hanging out with trannies. Yeah. just Present-day Kid Rock. Just trying to keep it... Travis Tritt is another one. I don't think Travis Tritt's ever hung out with any transgendered (laughs) people. I I don't know. Travis Tritt is another one that has vowed... All future shows, all future tour dates, no Anheuser-Busch products will be sold. 
I have seen a video of a distributor for Anheuser-Busch going through a grocery store and pointing out the fact that ever since they brought on Dylan Mulvaney, no Budweiser product has sold. Yeah, and do you want to know why that is? Because they um, forgot who their fucking audience was. Yeah. Like you're, the, the average person drinking Bud Light, Budweiser, any beer made by them is just your average person. Yeah. I won't even say man. I'll, like your average person, man or woman, doesn't matter. <laughs> they go to work. They put in their fucking 8 to 12 hours. They get hot and fucking sweaty. They get off work, and they're like, man, I could go for a beer. And they go grab a fucking Budweiser or a Bud Light. Yep. That was your demographic. And then you were like, but wait, what if we could capitalize on the transgender? Oh, they don't drink beer. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. No, they drink White Claw. Ew. (laughs) Possibly liquor. Alcohol static water. It's alcohol white noise. (laughs) It tastes how my TV used to look at 2 a.m. Oh, God, I will never forget. And, oh, God, how long ago was it? 27 years. It was my second trip to D.C. Oh, damn. Not that long then. No, not that long ago. Um, I was helping a friend of mine move into his house, and oddly, oddly enough, went out and bought a fucking six-pack of Bud Light. Uh-huh. Only because they didn't have platinum. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So bought a six-pack of Bud Light, go back to his house, he sees it in his fridge, and you know what he tells me? What? Hey, thanks for going and picking up the water. The, the, the water? Yeah. Okay. He goes out to get some drinks for himself. Comes back with White Claw. Okay. And I was like, you're going to give me shit about the Bud Light that I just bought? <laughs> my, my favorite one of that ever is my uncle used to drink uh, Smirnoff Triple Black Ice. Right. Or, you know, stuff like that. Right. And he would go to bars, and he would order a Smirnoff. Right. And his friends would give him shit for it. And and they would be like, oh, you're ordering fucking cheerleader beer. And he and one night, he finally laid down the challenge. He's like, I tell you what, motherfucker. You call that cheerleader beer, right? It's got more alcohol than your beer does. So I will go drink for drink with you, motherfucker. You drink my Smirnoff, I'll drink your beer, and we'll see who walks out of here. Yep. So, eh. Yeah. Now, Bud Platinum, on the other hand. Can't do that with Bud Platinum. Yeah, you can't fuck around with Bud Platinum. That's just 6%. It'll, it'll have you woozy. Yeah, you a little bit. And it's so crisp. Didn't we drink Bud Platinum when we was playing pool a couple weeks ago? Or was it Yingling? No, that was Yingling. Oh, yeah, because they had it on tap. Yeah. Ooh, Yingling on tap. Yeah. But, you know, they've shot themselves in the foot. As most companies do. When you go woke, you go broke. Yeah, you, you definitely lose some money. You know, Nike, they're 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 really good at this shit. They are running out of fucking feet. <laughs> you know, first it was Colin Kaepernick, which you know the the response to that may have been a little too much. Yeah, I agree. Like people went a little overboard with that one because. Like, I, I get where military service members are coming from. Like, mm-hmm. like you're disrespecting what we did. Yeah. 
But you got to see where other people are coming from. Is like, no, are we? Because you fought for my ability to do what I'm doing. Yeah. So I see both sides of that argument. Yeah. And but like you know, first it was Colin Kaepernick, and everybody was going out burning all their first and foremost. Stop burning <laughs> shit. You you've already bought it. You own that. Fucking sell it. Yeah. <laughs> sell it. Give it away. I don't ca- stop burning it. You've already paid for it. You look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, and I pointed this out to you yesterday. I had I, I was wearing a shirt yesterday. It's a uh, it's a. I fucking love it. That's a collarless polo shirt. No. <laughs> yeah, two plus two is still four. And I don't know how that equals that. Yeah, it's a collarless polo shirt. Um, and I bought it in Florida at the Players' Championship. Collarless polo. Is that like assless chaps? Sort of kind of, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Except my ass isn't hanging out. But your neck is. Yeah. <laughs> so assless chaps, got you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I bought this shirt down in Florida at the Players' Championship. It is a Tiger Wood. It's part of it's part of the Tiger Woods line. Which so that makes it expensive. Falls under Nike. Yeah, it's already expensive to begin with. Then you add in the fact that I bought it at a fucking golf tournament that they refer to as the fifth major. Why would you buy anything there other than drinks? Because I wanted a player's shirt from the Players' Championship. Yeah, and I want to marry Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) but no. (laughs) Can't afford it. You know, but I bought this shirt, and the Tiger Woods apparel line falls under Nike. Now... This was all prior to the Colin Kaepernick and Dylan Mulvaney. You know, I still have the shirt as evidence of yesterday. Yeah, seen it. Like for what I paid for that shirt, I'm not gonna burn that shirt. I'm not gonna get rid of that shirt. I like that shirt. It's a comfy shirt. Here's my thing: if you want to not support Nike, do it for a real reason. Don't not support Nike because. They did something you don't agree with. Because Colin Kaepernick took a fucking knee during the national anthem, and he's sponsored by them. Or they brought in a dude to wear a sports bra. Yeah. If you really want to, like, not support Nike, do it because they're using slave labor in China to make their fucking shit. Yeah. Do it for a real fucking reason. Kind of like Apple. Yeah, well. (laughs) Got an iPhone over here. I'll stick with my Android. <laughs> I, I can't I can't guarantee there's no slave labor in that phone either. I didn't say there wasn't. That's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but guaranteed, like, Nike's doing some shady shit in China. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. That's enough reason alone to not support them. Yeah. Like, slavery was supposedly, supposedly ended 200 and some odd years ago. But... Provided as long as Americans can still get cheap shit, we're okay with it. Well, I mean, I mean, can they technically call it slave? I mean, they are getting a, you know, air quotes, wage. Yeah. um, So this is America, right? Right. If I give you 37 cents a week to make a really top dollar shoe and then I turn around and sell that shoe for 
Let's 120 see. bucks. No, let's we'll go we'll go low. 50 pa- 50 bucks a pair. Okay. And you're making 37 cents a week. Mm-hmm. How long are you going to work for me? In communist China until they say you don't have to work for me anymore. Yeah, but we're talking about America. In America, how long are you going to work for me? I'm not going to start working for you. Exactly. They don't have a choice. So, they're, yeah, they're getting money, but it's slave labor. <laughs> when one does not have a choice, it becomes slavery. I mean, they have a choice. Oh, yeah, they could die. Yeah, that's right. That's D- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They could yeah, what, what, break the rocks or die. Okay, yeah. gotcha. They're in the gulag. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all just, for, for the sake of the companies, look at who your primary demographic is and then cater to your demographic. Yeah, we're assholes. So we cater to assholes. Yeah. Like, we don't expect some, like, soft motherfuckers to be listening to our show because they're going to get all butthurt and some about neck, neck beards and Hawaiian shirts. Fragile white boy radio or something. Yeah. I, I don't. And first off, motherfucker, it's not radio. It's podcast. Yeah. It's totally different. We are not syndicated. <laughs> we were at one point. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that wasn't pirate radio. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Eh. But, uh, yeah, so, know your demographic, target your demographic, and let the other people worry about the other demographics. Plain and simple. Yeah. On the flip side of that coin, don't give people shit because they're getting butt hurt of a specific logo showing up on a piece of tin. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know... I seem to recall a lot of people who were getting butt hurt over a certain image appearing on the top of a certain car in a certain show. Well, not just that. Not even two months ago, the lefties were losing their fucking minds over Hogwarts Legacy. That video game that came out that's based off, like, J.K. Rowling shit. Mm Mm-hmm. They were losing their fucking minds. They were saying, boycott this game. Don't play this game. This is, this is, this is wrong. Well, yeah, because she hasn't aligned herself with the fucking woke left bullshit. But, but now you, you but, but now you, when, when the shoe's on the other foot, you know, no, 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 the, the right, they're being little bitches because they don't like the pride flag and Dylan Mulvaney and she, her. On oh, and we're button. being bigots. I, I like, I'm not even being, you can't even call me because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't drink Bud Light. Like, I haven't drank Bud Light in years. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, like, business practices. I just found better fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yingling's better. Killian's is better. To me, Corona is better. So, it, it has nothing to do with them as a company and what they support. It's just, I found better shit. Yeah. You know, same thing can be said for... The golf, okay, golf. Nike used to be in the golf game prior to Tiger Woods as apparel. Yeah. Then Tiger Woods came on the scene. And Nike 
got into the golf game and Tiger was their biggest spokesperson and they were making balls and they were making clubs and they were making bags and just hand over fist. They were making fucking money yeah. in the golf world. Everybody was buying up Nike shit because Tiger Woods. Yeah. Then Tiger did what he did. Yeah. Now, I will say that I'm probably about to give Nike some money, technically, because I'm going to watch that movie, that Air Jordan movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that movie. Because oh, yeah. that, like, Michael Jordan's always been one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And yeah. that movie just is, it tre- intrigues me. Yeah. So now, they're going to get some of my money on that one. Even though Tiger Woods does still have his apparel line with Nike, Nike, with the exception of apparel, has pretty much gotten out of the golf game. They don't make clubs anymore. They don't make balls anymore. Like, so if you got Nike clubs, you can probably sell them at a premium right now. Depends on the club. It does. Um, and truth be told, Nike's golf equipment really was not the greatest. It was not top of the line. There was so much better shit out there. Exactly. <laughs> better yeah. shit. Titleist. Like, okay, so you're you're interested in golf. I'm not, but let's say you you were you, you took a a casual interest in golf, right? Yeah. And you got your first set of hand-me-down clubs. And you're like, okay, I'm going to play with these. And, and you're learning the game. And you're like, well, now I, I kind of want to invest in my game. Yeah. But I can't afford Titleist. Okay, cool. I'm going to buy some Nike clubs. Well, it's not even that. I mean, at the time when Nike was making clubs, Nike had their price point right up there with Titleist and Ping and TaylorMade. Like, <laughs> they, they were... Not top-of-the-line clubs with a top-of-the-line price, but people were buying it because of Tiger Woods. Yeah, I mean, marketing helps. It does. Very first, okay, very first set of clubs I ever bought was a cheap set, full bag set from Walmart. Yeah. Back when you could buy a bag set from Walmart. Yeah. I I don't even think you can get clubs at Walmart anymore. You can't. Maybe maybe some Walmarts here and there might still have a driver or two. Yeah, but for the most part, no, you can't buy cannot buy clubs at Walmart anymore. But I bought a bag set from Walmart and it had everything that I needed to start playing. It had a bag, had like nine clubs in it, had everything I needed to start playing. And then once I got more and more into the game. I wanted to invest in a better set of clubs. Mm-hmm. So I wound up the first quality set of clubs, and I did air quotes. <laughs> the first quality set of clubs that I bought was a set of Nike Ignite irons. Mm-hmm. I still have to this day, not the original set that I bought, but I wound up buying another set not long ago. Nike Ignite irons. Mm-hmm. I fucking love them. I play good with them mm-hmm. when, when I get to play. I play good with them. But I also have a set of Cobra irons that are a thousand times better. I have one of the best clubs in my bag is a Nike 3-Wood, one of the last models that Nike put out. Yeah. One of the best clubs in my... I hit that damn Nike 3-Wood further than I hit my driver. I shouldn't do that. It shouldn't. Do I, that. Do, I, I don't understand it. 
but I hit that fucking three wood better than I hit it further than I hit. I average with my driver. I'm I'm just a fucking weekend golfer. I average with my driver between 240 and 260. Mm-hmm. I average with my three wood between 260 and 275. So you just drop with your three wood now? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> You're up driving with a three wood. Yeah, it goes further. It, it does. I just, I don't understand it, but I just, I hit that fucking three wood better. I pure it more for one. Yeah. Like, you've never played golf, so you would not understand what I mean when I'm talking about puring a shot. But the best way I can describe it, have you seen the movie Tin Cup? No. You should watch the movie Tin Cup. It's it, a really it, good movie. Is it about golf? It is. Then I probably but wouldn't like it. fucking hilarious. Like, imagine... Okay, it stars Kevin Costner. Uh-huh. And imagine, you know, someone like us, just a fucking down home, don't give a shit about a fucking thing, playing golf. Mm-hmm, yeah. Kind of like, uh, like what they did with Happy Gilmore. Took someone who was not a golfer and made him a golfer. That's the only golf movie I watch. I'll watch Happy Gilmore. Kevin Costner is given a golf lesson to Renee Russo in this movie. Mm-hmm. And was, it all, was it all in the hips? No. Oh, okay. Just he, <laughs> he's, he is describing the golf shot. And when you hit that first good shot, the way he describes it, the line he uses in the movie is it's akin to a tuning fork, a tuning fork ringing in your loins. That's an odd way to describe <laughs> it. It is an odd way to describe it, but it's also a very apt description for it. Wait, did he just say that when he hits a good golf shot, he gets a boner? Is that <laughs> is that what just happened? It's like, man, he got a hold of that. How can you tell? His fucking pants got shorter. <laughs> and it's true. One, not about the boner part. I was like, <laughs> not about the boner part. Man, you just but, walking around with a fucking chub every time you play golf? Maybe once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. But it's true from the standpoint of nothing feels quite as good as when you hit the perfect golf shot. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> See, I've watched you try to hit a golf ball. I, I played too much baseball. It is the funniest fucking thing I've ever goddamn seen. I've played too much baseball. I cannot swing a golf club. You just, it takes practice. I, I don't want to. <laughs> now, if you want to, like, go to the batting cage and, like, fucking baseball it up, boy. I will do that, too. And I will laugh at you while you swing that bat because it's not the same as a golf club. I don't swing a baseball bat like I swing a golf club. I would hope not because you're not going to hit the fucking ball. See, here's the thing. I've done both. Mm -hmm. It is a much harder transition to go from a baseball swing to a golf swing. Yes, I know. Than it is to go from a golf swing to a baseball swing. Yes, I know. 
because I played too much baseball. I, me and golf, dude, I, like this whole arm straight thing. No, nope, can't do it. This arm just, this arm ain't straight. No, there's always a bend in that arm. <laughs> I, I can't. But. Like, even my uncle has issues with it because of how much baseball he played as a kid. Like, he's gotten better at driving, but he even has trouble keeping his, his arm straight. And just like rotating and rolling it over. Yeah. He has a hard time with that. But. Now, I can't drive worth a fuck. I can hit a wedge like a motherfucker. And I found that out just in the backyard one day. I was out here with like, I might have been one that cheap set of clubs that I bought because I thought I might golf one time. Right. And it never happened. I just had the wedges out. And I was like, well, holy fuck. That thing went. Yeah. The more loft, the easier it is to hit. Yeah. So that's why a lot of times you'll see golfers when they're out on the driving range and they're practicing, they're hitting, they're not hitting every club in their bag. Mm -hmm. They'll get a wood, so like a driver or a three wood, something like that. They'll get a lower lofted club, like a four iron or a five iron. They'll get a mid-lofted club, like a 7 to a 9, and then they'll get one of their wedges. And uh-huh. they will, you know, four or five clubs, they'll go out to the driving range, and they'll hit so many shots per club. Mm-hmm. And they'll hit different shots with each club. Like, they'll take the wedge, they'll close the face, and, you know, try to take some of the loft off of it. They'll open the face and try to hit flop shots with it. Uh-huh. Same thing with the seven iron. You know, they'll try to hit draws and fades. They'll, same thing. Because even though each club is different, the overall mechanics remain the same per club. I think the issue that I honestly have with swinging a golf club is the fact that I don't have clubs that are sized to me. Yeah. Because... Swinging your golf, I'm taller than you. I got longer arms than you. I can't swing right. your clubs. And Chris is left-handed. He hits on the wrong side of the fucking ball. So <laughs> I can't swing his clubs either. But the thing about it, so there are limitations based on USGA rules. Oh, I get that. Like, the driver cannot be longer than a certain length. Yeah, I know. Well, nine times out of ten, when you go buy a driver from a store, it's already set at the max length. Per the USGA rules, which I think is like 48 inches. Yeah. Anything over than that, anything longer than that, is not legal for USGA play. Mm. Now, if you're just going to be a fucking weekend golfer, yeah, go get whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, go get that seven-foot driver. Yeah. Um, and, And, I mean, hell, they're like in the long drive contests. The drivers that they're using, even though they're legal for the long drive contest, they're not legal for tournament play USGA rules. I, I imagine you get more club speed with a longer You can driver. generate more club head speed with a longer driver, yes. But it's also, the longer the shaft, the harder it is to control. I've heard that before. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the, lo- <laughs> the longer the shaft on a golf club. That's better. <laughs> the harder it is to control. The shorter the shaft on a golf club, you get more control, 
but you also lose distance. <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking trend flights, yeah. Like, I have, so I have two drivers right now. One of them is a Cobra F8. Mm-hmm. And then I have a older model TaylorMade slider. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. TaylorMades are notorious for being difficult to fucking hit. But if you don't hit it square on the face of the fucking club, yes, it's not going to go where you want it to go. Mm. Taylormades are just they're that's how they're made. They're not tailor-made. I want, I want to try something. I need a horse and a really long golf club. <laughs> I want to try to like get a golf club that I can swing from the back of a horse and just full gallop into a tee box and just fucking crank that shit. See how far it goes. So you you want to you want to play polo? No, I want to hit a golf ball, <laughs> and I want to see how far it will go. So you want to play polo? That's not a golf ball. <laughs> I want a golf club, and I want to fucking windmill that bitch and send it and see how far it goes. And that might be how I just have to drive, and then I'll just do all the intermediate to short stuff regular. <laughs> just know that if you see a horse at the fucking Rainsville Country Club, I'm probably golfing. <laughs> oh, how the fuck did we even get up there? I don't know. <laughs> we got to stop this rabbit trail and bullshit. And I was fucking just giving input to some shit that I don't even do. Like, I don't golf, but I was helping, by God. Oh, God, we got to stop this rabbit trail bullshit. Oh, it's because Nike and then Tiger Woods and yeah, the Tiger Woods went to yeah, golf yeah, and then yeah. golf went to you playing golf and me hating golf. Yeah. That's it. So. We left breadcrumbs. <laughs> breadcrumbs? Yes, those things. <laughs> I found my way back. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Anheuser-Busch, Nike, Disney. Stop with your woke fucking bullshit because it's not helping you. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not. Like, just, just stop. Are you done? No, drum roll for the, for the topic. <sighs> yeah, our final topic. <laughs> drum roll. <sighs> Going back to Tennessee. Hey, we're back. In the wake of the uh, Covenant School shooting. Chaos erupts again at Tennessee Capitol amid vote to expel dim lawmakers from office over House floor protest. Don't you mean insurrection? No, no, no. They 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 call it a protest because I I honestly don't know why, but hmm. Huh, that's interesting. A loud group of demonstrators stormed the Tennessee State Capitol on Thursday to protest a vote in the State House to remove three lawmakers for disrupting the State House floor in Nashville last week during protests for stricter gun control measures. The protesters, gathered both inside and outside the Capitol in Nashville, chanted to urge the lawmakers to take action on gun control as well as vote against expelling the three lawmakers from their positions in the House. No more silence. End gun violence. Those in attendance chanted. 
Why is it every time we have to fucking chant something at a protest that has the goddamn rhyme? Because if it doesn't, it's just stupid. But who made that rule? It's, it's just more of a like, it's not really like a rule. It's just more of like, if it rhymes, it's easier to remember. And if you're trying to get a large group of people, some of which are probably pretty fucking stupid and don't even know why they're there to begin with, to say a thing that you want them to say, if it rhymes, easier to remember. That sounds like some white privilege bullshit. How is that white? Rhyming words now? <laughs> is white privilege? <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Yes, poetry is white privilege. <laughs> Poetry's racist. Are you actually Googling that? You're probably going to get examples of racist poetry if you do that. <laughs> Teachers, poetry and racism. Should Walt Whitman be canceled? <laughs> uh, teaching while black, a poet explores racism in the classroom. I swear to God, you can Google anything and it can be racist. <laughs> Google is racist. Oh. <laughs> I've never done that one. <laughs> is Google racist? Search engines like Google are powered by racist misogyny. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <sighs> Google, you fucked yourself. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. As lawmakers made their way into the chamber, several of the protesters donning March for Our Lives branded clothing chanted free, 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 free the Tennessee three. More rhyming. Easier to remember. But why did we have to have the word free in there four times? Because they want you to know they are very adamant about that first part. But it was the Tennessee three, so why not say it three times? Free, free, free the Tennessee three. That would see that would have been more like pleasing to the brain. But again, remember stupid people, they were probably only supposed to say it three times. Actually they said it four and like, oh fuck it, do the other thing. Yeah, that okay. Free, free, free the Tennessee three. That is more pleasing to the brain. It makes more sense. There's three of them. Free, free, free. Three of them. Free, 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 free the Tennessee three. No, that don't work. But, uh, but again, had to rhyme because they probably learned that just like literally right. But they, the reason I think the reason for four other than stupid people is like I said, they, they wanted people to know they were very adamant about what they wanted and they were negotiable about who they wanted. And if Johnny Cash were still alive to this day, Johnny Cash is rolling in his fucking grave right now. For one, if Johnny Cash were still alive today, I guarantee you, he would be suing the shit out of whoever named these people to Tennessee three. Well, they probably didn't take into consideration the fact that his band was the Tennessee Three. They probably never even crossed their minds. <laughs> the protest comes after Tennessee House Speaker Cameron Sexton, a Republican, said Wednesday that Democratic state reps Gloria Johnson, Justin Jones, and Justin Pearson would have their chance for due process when they face expulsion from an overwhelmingly Republican majority for disrupting House floor proceedings to lead protesters in the overhead balcony last Thursday. That protest didn't come. It was just breathing hard. (laughs) 
And here's the thing. So for those of you who don't know, there are pictures. I don't, I don't know which one of the, I think it might have been. Uh, it's the hard cam. Look at the hard cam. Yeah. <laughs> Close in on me. Uh, I think it was Justin Jones in the picture that I saw. Sure. We'll go with that. I don't was know people. Standing on the house floor in the state capitol holding a fucking microphone. Not a microphone, a uh, uh, megaphone. Megaphone. Yeah, holding a fucking megaphone. Or as the poorest call it, a, a bullhorn. Yeah. Holding a fucking megaphone on the house floor. Disrupting proceedings. That's how you get heard, man. You got to be louder than everybody. Was it like a like a like a bullhorn, like legit bullhorn, or was it like a, like a megaphone? Like I'm a cheerleader, I have a megaphone. Like, what? what it, 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 it was like a oh bullhorn. Okay, yeah, cool. Did he? He should use the siren function. <laughs> he probably did. I would have shut him up. I want to make sure everybody knows this has nothing to do about the protest outside the House chamber or the protests outside the Capitol. Sexton told Fox News's Bill Hemmer on Wednesday. This is about these three members' actions on the House floor, how they shut us down, and how they led protests from the House chamber to those people in the balcony. Sexton told Hemmer he will vote in favor of expelling the three Democrats behind the upheaval, arguing their actions rose to a level of misconduct that necessitates 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 removal. Did you the funniest video out of all that? There was a fucking hilarious video. Right, this old white dude who's apparently a uh, a member of the Tennessee state legislator. Okay, this man was just, this poor old man is just trying to take a shit. All right, <laughs> he is in the fucking bathroom and he opens the door and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like he is so confused. He had to get like state troopers to lead him through the crowd back into the to chambers. It was fucking hilarious. Jones, responding to Republicans' calls for his expulsion, alleged in a Tuesday tweet, it is morally insane for his GOP colleagues to respond to the Covenant school shooting by pushing back against his gestures of solidarity with constituents calling for stricter gun control measures. All right. Fuck them all up. Yeah, yeah. Spit, spit it out there. All right. So, do you know why Democrats campaign on gun control? Because it's never going to get passed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which means if it's never going to get passed, they're always going to have something to campaign on. Ooh, the boogeyman. Ooh. Ooh, the boogeyman. We're campaigning on this because we're going to do... And then they do nothing. Yep. Literally nothing. It's the same reason that Republicans campaign on gun control. Because it's never going to get passed and they don't have to do anything. Yep. You're not solving any problems. The gun is never the problem, nor will it ever be the fucking problem. The person is the problem. Chip Solve Roy. the fucking problem. Chip Roy. Not Chips Ahoy. Chip Roy. That's his cousin. <laughs> Distant cousin. Twice removed. Yeah. I saw this in a video recently where Chip Roy was in a Senate hearing and they were talking about gun violence. Chip Roy's comment. I'm I'm, I'm just going to come right out and say it. There's no such thing as gun violence. There is human violence. And he is 100% 
fucking right. And another point, I will, I will prove another point right here. You ready for this? Oh, let's hear it. Okay. SBRs are the most dangerous rifles ever. You want to know how I know? Because the ATF said so. But the moment you give them $200, it's fine. It's not about gun control. It's about getting your fucking money. Legal for a price. Yes. Legal for... Damn near everything's legal for a price. Yeah, that's true. If you've got enough money, it's probably fucking legal. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> funny thing about that, um, I was watching another video, another Senate confirmation hearing where they were looking at someone for uh, head of the ATF. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a job I would want. No. I don't give a shit if you're like the most pro-gun motherfucker in the world. I wouldn't want that job. No. Uh I think it was Josh. I think it was Josh Hawley. Old Josh Hawley was uh, was asking him, and the very first question. You know, typically with these uh, Senate confirmation hearings, it's a whole bunch of runaround. It's a whole bunch of runaround. Like you know, they get they get five minutes typically to talk to the witness or uh, whoever the person is that's been nominated for a position. They get five minutes to ask them questions. Typically, they get one question. Yeah. Because the other four minutes and 57 seconds are spent trying to get the person to answer the fucking question. Yeah. So, they'll actually ask, you know, like 10 times in that five-minute window. But they'll ask the same question. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. In this particular case, the question was... What is your definition of an assault weapon? Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's, uh, you know, that would not be for me to decide. That would be for this uh, congressional body uh, to decide what that is. And then uh, I, in turn, would, inf- would enforce what... No, what is your definition of an assault? You are about to... You, you have been nominated to be the head of the ATF, the regulating force in this country that regulates firearms and ownership of firearms for individuals. What is your definition of an assault weapon? Well, that would not be, uh, you know, Senator, that would not be for me to decide. That would be uh, to the, uh, the, the, the congressional body here to decide that. And then I would, no, no I, I get what you're saying. What is your definition of an assault weapon? But the problem with that is, is he answered that correctly. He did. The correct answer to that is, I don't have a definition for that. It's not my job to have a definition for that. It's your job to have the definition. I just enforce your definition. That is the way it should be. Yes, I agree. But how it should be and how it is are two totally different fucking things. Here's the easiest way to do this. This is what Josh Hawley should have done. He should have sat there and been like, all right, so uh, here's my question. Have you ever shot a gun? Yes or no? And then he'll either say yes or no. And if he says yes, he goes, okay. And he pulls out this little part, this, this one little part. And he goes, what part of an AR-15 is this? I have no idea. Disqualified. If you can't tell me what the part is, you can't regulate it. Eh. If you're going to regulate it, you have to know about it. I agree. So if you can't tell me what one part of one rifle is, then how can you regulate it? How do you know 
that that specific thing isn't what makes it fully automatic or suppressed or an SBR. You know, the, the, the real big thing about it, and again, this is something we've said time and time again, the people who are trying to pass the gun control measures, they're not writing this shit up. They don't know what the fuck they're trying to pass. They don't know shit about what the fuck they're trying to pass. What was her, uh, I can never remember her fucking name, but it was when uh, Tucker Carlson was with um, MSNBC. Oh, the shoulder thing that goes up? Yeah. I cannot remember her what name. Is, what is a barrel shroud, and why should we regulate it? Well, I think it's more important to look at this and that and not answer the question you just asked me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But what is a barrel shroud, and why? Well, you, if you look at what we did in the 90s, and can you tell me what a barrel shroud is? Well, no, I can't actually. Oh, because it's right here in the legislation that you're trying to. Well, I think it's the shoulder thing that goes up. No, it's not. A barrel shroud is literally a fucking heat guard. That's all a barrel shroud is. For those of you out there who don't know how a firearm functions... They get warm. (laughs) Yes, you found that out the hard way. Gas block. (laughs) Fucking gas block. When you squeeze the trigger. Carolyn McCarthy. Yes, Carolyn McCarthy. When you squeeze the trigger or pull the trigger. (laughs) Or yank that bitch. When when you press the button that makes it go pew. Yeah, that one. (laughs) The hammer falls. Or the striker releases. Either way. The firing pin then engages. It strikes the primer of the round. And a little bang goes off. Sometimes a big bang. That little bang ignites the powder inside the shell casing. Which in turn makes a bigger bang. Or an even bigger bang. And then it sends the projectile. Fl- you know, I love more than anything when they show like the uh, the digital renderings of how a firearm functions, and, and they, they show the entire bullet yeah. coming out of the gun casing, casing and of, all. Yeah, the fucking. I'm like, that doesn't fit. That's that's not how that works. If you sit a casing down your barrel, your gun just blew up. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're holding pieces of what used to be a gun, or you, you know, you shot a fucking nine mil out of a forty five. I don't know. Or three hundred black out of five, <laughs> Either way, you heated your fucking barrel. Yeah, I, I fucking love that shit because again, it's it just shows that these jackasses don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But be that as it may, so primer gets struck. Primer goes off. You know, that little makes a boom, little poof, <laughs> and. All of the gases and everything that are trapped inside of that shell casing expel the projectile down the barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And typically, and I, ha- I have video evidence of this, uh-huh. depending upon what kind of muzzle brake you have on your gun, you get a really big-ass fucking fireball. And how hot those rounds are. Yeah. Because then it gets bigger. Yeah. I have, I got some really cool fucking pictures. Like, it looks like the gun is fucking blowing up. Yeah, I believe I was shooting that time. <laughs> got some really cool pictures of the fireball coming out of my gun. But nine times out of ten, when you shoot a firearm, you have a fireball coming out of the barrel right behind that fucking round. 
Yes. And it's no secret, fire hot. <laughs> yeah. Fire burn. <laughs> so is its after product, heat. Yeah. Yeah. And when you shoot enough rounds out of, you know, that's a steel barrel that, you know, you're sending these rounds down range out of. <laughs> steel retain heat very well. <laughs> it is a conductor, yes. <laughs> steel retain heat very well. When you shoot enough rounds, depending upon what you're shooting, you can get that barrel red fucking hot. Yeah. Typically, that's done with a fully automatic, but... And that's how you cook bacon on a suppressor. Yeah. <coughs> freedom bacon. Tastes like freedom. And gunpowder. <laughs> and whatever that was that just gave me cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't eat that. I mean... I think there's a way you can do it. You wrap the barrel in aluminum foil first. Then you put the bacon on. Yeah. Then you put more aluminum foil. Yeah, but there's still gases. I think it's going to get in there. Yeah, you'll be fine. Never I'm, hurt breathing, nobody. I'm breathing them in anyway. I yeah. might as well eat them. Yeah, never hurt nobody. The whole purpose of the barrel shroud is to keep you from burning your fucking hand while you're shooting. Because let's be honest. Nobody gets an AR-15 and goes out to the range and goes, pow, pow, pow. I mean, I do when I'm sighting in something. Yeah, when you're sighting something in. But after you get it sighted in. Oh, it's so, on. Pop, 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 You're running that fucking trigger as fast as you fucking can like, because everybody wants to be like fucking Rambo and wants the fucking brrrr going on. Like, I want I want my target at five yards. I want to see what my holdover is there, how quick I can get on it. Seven yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, all my holdover. I want to know it all. Yeah. Hell, fast as fuck, boy. Last time we went to the range, even with just my fucking pistol. Yeah, I set a target up at like 10 yards and I was running fucking active shooter failure to stop drills. Yeah, that second five was a cause for concern. (laughs) (laughs) Pop, reload. You you hit it. (laughs) Yes, I did. Once (laughs) out of five. Bullshit. Dude. I missed one out of five. No, 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 no. You hit one out of five because even I looked at you and was like, fucking really? (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't know shit about guns, don't try to put legislation out there trying to regulate parts on a fucking gun that are fucking useful. Yeah, like suppressors. They're pretty fucking They're useful. They're pretty fucking useful, yeah. Yeah, you're like, uh, take it from someone that's pulled the trigger without ear protection on. Yeah. Fucking recently. <laughs> Shit's loud. Kind of wish they'd make a suppressor for a mortar. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that, and I don't even want to know how long that thing would have to be to actually suppress it. I mean, they make tank suppressors. And they're fucking stupid long and... Very heavy. <laughs> got old droopy barrel. Like, I got to back up. Wow, I ran over my fucking suppressor. Like, you're just, all you're doing is just showing how fucking ignorant you are when you do this shit. I would respect people more that tried to take away guns if they came at it from 
a place of knowledge. Like if you had a well-crafted argument based off why you don't think we need AR-15s versus they're scary. So it's fucking Pennywise the Clown. We're not fucking getting rid of it movies. Like, have a well-crafted argument. Yeah. So going back to what uh, Justin Jones was saying, what's happening in Tennessee is a clear danger to democracy all across this nation. No. There there are procedures for state and federal members of Congress. Actually, no, no, he's he's kind of correct because David Hogg even posted a thing and he said this is what democracy looks like. They're both right. Democracy is mob rule. That is what democracy looks like. True. But again, for one, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Exactly. That's why they're wrong. But they're right in the fact that that is what democracy looks like. Again, there there are procedures that members of the House and Senate, both at the federal and state level, are required to follow. There is there is a certain level of decorum that you know they are they are required to maintain. Standing on the Senate floor, interrupting proceedings with a fucking megaphone just because you don't agree with what's being said is is not like that. That is one hundred percent grounds for expulsion. Well, yeah, but it's only, it's only going to get worse. And the reason I say that is we can look at the generations. Okay, uh, when was when was your mom born? Uh. Mid-50s. Mid-50s. Okay, so my grandmother was born in the 30s. Okay. Ideologically, my grandmother and your mother could disagree on stuff. Right. But it wouldn't devolve into a fight. Right. Because they agree on more than they disagree on. Right. Okay, same for my mom and my grandmother. They agree on more than they disagree on. Right. Same for my mother and my uncle. And there's a generation gap there. Yeah. There's a generation, not quite a generation between me and my young, my youngest uncle. There's about 12 years between us. A generation's about 20 years. Right. We agree on more than we disagree on. But you look at your millennials versus these new generations that are coming up. Mm-hmm. No, it's all polarization. There is nothing they agree on. We agree on nothing. Yeah. Except for the guy across the aisle is my enemy. Yeah. Sexton fired back against the complaint on Vox News. He's trying to make this about the protesters. He's trying to make this about what people were protesting about. Their voices were not silenced. This has nothing to do with anything that happened outside the House chamber. These three individuals stormed up to the well where you speak from without being recognized did not display decorum. They disputed the proceedings where we had to shut down, pulled out a megaphone, and started to lead the balcony in protest for the next 30 to 45 minutes. Their actions on the House floor rise to the level of expulsion. We cannot allow these types of things to take place in the people's house, he added. Eh, yes and no. 
if if I lived in Tennessee and I had a and I wanted to redress of grievances, mm-hmm. that is the exact place to do it. But the manner in which they did it, even in that being just a private citizen, there's still decorum. Yes. You do not go into the Senate chambers. You're not supposed to do that. You can stand right outside and scream whatever you want. Yeah. There's still decorum no matter what. Yeah. And, but that is where you would go to get a redress of grievance. So I agree with technically with what he said, but he's kind of wrong too. Republicans voted Monday to strip the three lawmakers of their committee assignments, a move to which Jones responded with a separate tweet writing in part, we'll not be intimidated. The people are demanding we act to stop kids from being murdered in school. It doesn't matter. And, and that's another thing that they don't realize about decorum. It doesn't matter if you're intimidated. If you get removed, anything you could have done can no longer be done. Yeah. You don't have the power. Anti-gun protests at the Capitol followed the tragic shooting at Nashville's Covenant School during which 28-year-old transgender gunman Audrey Hale opened fire, killing six inside the building, three of whom were children. You know, here is... Okay. Here is how I liken this to it's not it's not it's not a one for one example but here's how i liken it to in the military yes as a uniformed service member even though i had the right to protest still had the right to freedom of speech right i'm a right to protest so on and so forth if i were to do so while in uniform Mm -hmm. that's bad that's a no-no because now you are as a quote unquote representative of that branch of service. If you're out there protesting, regardless of what you're protesting, you are saying that that is how that branch of service as a whole feels about that subject. Mm -hmm. I liken it to this in the same way in that, there's still that level of decorum, that procedure that has to be followed. Basically, Lance Corporal can no more speak for the Marine Corps than one representative can speak, speak for, for the, the entire, entire house. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's true. Like, one, one Marine's view does not trump all. Yeah. Now, it may be shared by many, but does not trump all. Correct. Same with this whole house situation. Like, what you're saying, you might believe wholeheartedly. And many other people might believe it, too. Yeah. But it does not trump the entire body. Yeah. You, as an individual, have the right to think, feel, believe, however you want. But, like in this case... He's standing on the House floor with a megaphone, interrupting the proceedings that were already going on and leading people in a chant and protest. Can, can I qualify that, though? You, you, you have the right to feel and think and believe whatever you want as long as it's rooted in reality. Yes. Well, so let's qualify that a little yeah. bit. Um, I get it. I know why the left goes to emotion. 
I know why they do. Because you get a more visceral reaction when you go to emotion. Right. When you challenge someone's emotions, you're going to get a better reaction. Yeah. Facts and logic don't get the same reaction. Yeah. But they are vastly more important. Oh, absolutely. So, you can be emotive, you can have emotion, and still get your facts right. Yeah. Case in point. I feel, you know, emotion... I feel school shootings are bad. Kids getting murdered in school are bad. True. But the fact remains, for one, the AR-15 is not the biggest problem in this country. The AR, When it comes to firearms, the AR-15 is not the biggest problem in this country. Statistical data still points to the fact that pistols such as a Glock, is the primary firearm used when committing acts of violence involving a firearm. Or self-defense. Or self-defense. You're more li- If you're a criminal and you're committing a crime, you're more likely to commit a crime with a pistol. Yeah. If you're a law-abiding citizen and someone is committing a crime against you, you are more likely to defend yourself with a pistol. Yeah, because if I'm walking around fucking Walmart, odds are I'm not walking around with an AR-15 slung on my shoulder, (laughs) even though I have the legal right to do so. Yeah, we can legally do that. Even before Alabama became a constitutional carry state, I still had the legal right to walk around in public with an AR-15 slung on my shoulder. Yeah, because that didn't apply to rifles. Yeah. But... On the flip side of that coin, for one, I'm making myself a target. (laughs) Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. Because from a criminal mindset, if I'm going into Walmart to cause hate and discontent, rob the store, whatever the case may be, first thing I'm doing is I'm checking around to see who is a potential threat. (laughs) Well, that guy fucking 100 yards away with an AR-15 slung on his shoulder, I'm going to take care of him before I do anything else. Yeah. That's a, that we call that the shoot me first guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's who, and and also, also, I hate to say it. It goes for people that open carry as well. Yeah. You are shoot me first guy. Yeah. If you're wearing a Mulan LeBay shirt or whatever that fucking shit is. Mulan Lobby. Yeah. You're a shoot me first guy. Uh, Anything that would make you stick out as Carrying a gun makes you a shoot-me-first guy. Or anything that makes... They would actually tell this to us when I was in the military. Even... No. Traveling under orders... Or, yeah. Yeah, even even traveling under orders. Wear civilian attire that does not affiliate you with the Marine Corps. Yeah. It's, it, it makes sense. It's OPSEC. Yeah. It's keeping your... It, it's, it's see ya. It's cover your ass. Yeah. Because if I were, let's say, in an airport, yep, and I, look, hijacking planes is old hat. We've done that. Let's say I was going to take a bunch of hostages. Okay. Well, am I going to take grandma and her five grandchildren, or am I going to take a four or five Marines that are sitting over here? Who, who are they going to negotiate with more? Yeah. Grandma and her five kids or five Marines? I'm taking the five Marines. And I know you're fucking five Marines because you're wearing fucking uniform. Well, 
Actually, I'd I'd be more apt to go for the grandma and her five kids because they're going to put up less of a fight. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm saying if it's like me and the homies and we got the guns, you don't got the guns. I'm picking the five Marines. They're going to negotiate harder to get the release of five Marines than they will just an average citizen because <laughs> they own you. I don't know. Grandma and the five kids. like <laughs> They own you, though. Yeah. They but, want a return on that investment. But the, but the problem with that is they own us, but you know we're, we're literally a piece of government equipment and we are an expendable asset. <laughs> yeah, I'm still taking the five Marines. And, and, it, and even if I didn't, I want to know where they're at at all times. <laughs> so like, oh well, absolutely. Like I, the, the guy that can kill me with a thought, I want to know where he's at. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's plotting something over there. I can tell. How yeah. can you tell? His fucking eyes are open. All <laughs> the more reason why I would not want to attempt to take him hostage. I'd probably put a bullet between his fucking eyes and just say, you know, done with it. Yeah, like I mean, you gotta. I mean, if I'm gonna take hostages, you just take one out. And you know what you're of. I mean, I'm going to have to take a few out just to get to the hostages to begin with, so. Might as well make it count. Yeah, you know, take, out, take out the ones who pose more, more of a threat. I just, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I don't understand the whole. Why are we fucking thought processing, processing this shit? Like, I don't know. Rabbit trails happen. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, stop wearing the shoot me first shit. Yeah. And... Stop fucking bitching because you fucked up and then got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a problem of your own making. Yeah, like you made your bed, now go sleep in it. Yeah, you ain't even got to sleep in it, but you got to at least lay down. Yeah, I don't give a shit if you don't go to sleep and you just lay there and stare at the fucking ceiling. Exactly. <laughs> go lay in your bed. <laughs> like just just fucking stop. <laughs> Stop it. Although I will say, it is a little sus, just just a little sketch, that the three people that they just voted to expel were a white woman and two black men. Uh-huh. White woman survived and the two black men got kicked out. Yeah, that's kind of racist. Like that, not a good look for you, Tennessee. Yeah, that doesn't look good. Um, like, it does kind of speak to that other thing, though. <laughs> that, that whole white privilege thing. It uh, may have reared its ugly head in fucking Tennessee. Just a little bit. I mean, I mean, she literally like survived on one fucking vote. That's what they were short kicking her out on was one vote. Which, but and see that to me is fucking stupid. Because if you're going to go through the trouble of expelling two of them, you've got to expel all three. Which, that's the other thing about it, is I'm still trying to figure out, i got to do some more research on this, but, you know, like I told you before the show, I want to say that I read somewhere that, you know, she had more time, so would have required more votes to be expelled. That makes no sense. It doesn't, I agree, but... That, that, that makes no sense. Just because you've done something for 20 years doesn't mean that you should require more votes to stop doing said thing i agree and what i read may have been wrong i may have misinterpreted what i read i don't know i'd have to go back and read it again but that was my interpretation at the time based on what i read yeah that that's stupid like it should be the same across the board but again not a good look tennessee if if it's simple majority it should be simple majority for that one i agree uh but (laughs) 
y'all 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 might as well like beat them to the punch and just go ahead and pull out the fucking right white robes and hats because it's kind of how it looks yeah just uh i mean if you're racist say racist i don't know what to, I, I don't know what to tell you there uh uh, uh do do fucking better <laughs> yeah like you know that one person that didn't vote to kick her out like but did you vote to kick the black guys out? Yeah, like, for one, did you vote to kick the two black guys out? And then for two, did you not look at this and think, I am the deciding vote in this. This might be a bad look. Like, I may agree with her. Well, I may agree with what she said. But we just voted to kick two black men out over a white woman. Don't really want to add any uh, fuel to that fire. Well, see, here's the problem. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Because if you kick just the woman out, you're sexist. If you kick out <laughs> just the two black men, you're racist. You're racist. So it's a damned if you do. But if you if kick you... all three of them out, you're, you're equal opportunity. You're good. You're, you're covered with EEO. <laughs> <laughs> Read your guidelines, people. What? Diversity works both ways. It works both in hire and fire. Yeah, it's diversity, inclusion, and equity. <laughs> we got the diversity covered, black and white. We got the equity covered. They all got the same fucking problem, and we included all three. <laughs> covered. But now you left the fucking white woman. Yeah. Now, equity, now you, you only got, you didn't even, you, you left diversity on the table, equity on the table, and inclusion on the table. That's day one shit, folks. Yeah. Like y'all 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 just gave more ammo to the white privilege people. Yeah, they're gonna be like some like nine kinds of some racist. I I'm just waiting for the tweets. Oh, I have if if they're not out there already. Like that was a racist vote. Well, we called it first. <laughs> so fuck you. Oh, Jesus. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Tired boss. <laughs> oh, tired boss. Oh, God, boss. Oh, God, we can't do that. We're mimicking a black man. Now we're racist. Dude, he mimicked a black man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was... He was not the blackest guy on the block, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Michael Clark Duncan, pretty dark. It has nothing to do with melanin. It has to do with like, like he just he he did not exhibit the how they he would have been cast. Like he didn't have the for that role. He didn't speak like he should have spoke. Like he had a he had a southern kind of a southern draw. But he was trying to work in that that old Southern, that, he was, that refined with a soft awe. But he wouldn't have spoke that way. No, nobody during that time that was black would have spoken that way. They would have they would have had leftover language from back and from damn near the slave days. They would still had kind of that kind of speech pattern. So even he didn't sound like he should have sounded. <clears throat> like he should have honestly he should have sounded like someone that's never read a book. 
And that's not what I got when I watched that movie. I was like, okay, this seems like, like I get that they're trying to make him unintelligent, but he doesn't sound unintelligent. We're going to stop before we get canceled. Um, I mean, <laughs> look, if we get canceled, we just got more time to do other shit. Yeah, that's true. That's a good place to leave it, too. Just right there on that Just one. right there. <laughs> All right. Tennessee's racist, I guess. Tennessee is racist. <laughs> we pointed it out first. I'm pretty sure someone beat us to that punch. They probably did, but fuck them. You know, maybe if we had done the show last night. Nah, they probably, <laughs> like, when was the vote? <laughs> like Friday? Uh, yeah, like Thursday or Friday. Okay, when did they decide they were going to do the vote? Because that's the day it became racist. <laughs> Well, I think they decided they were going to do the vote the day that it happened, which would have been March the 30th. So that's the day it became racist. So yeah. we're way behind the curve on that. Yep. Kind of, kind of like the day the music died. That's the day they became racist. <sighs> yep. New single coming. Dare you to shoot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. We're going to leave it there. Get a big shout out to the troops to the men when... I, I'm so tired. <laughs> Dog tired, baby. <laughs> Let me try that again. Back it up. <clears throat> Rewind. Back up and punt. Again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving over the season on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.